When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Here at the Black Information Network, we know how important it is for you to start your week off energized, engaged, and enlightened. There are always major stories that break over the weekend, and we feel you should know about the ones we are talking about today. So stay tuned for our Weekend Recap, featuring BIN News anchor Amber Payton. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Ramses Ja. All right, Amber, welcome back to the show. It's been a minute. How you been? It has been. It's been a couple of months, actually. I've Mm -hmm, been good. How about you? I'm I'm great, man. Hopefully you're having a, a good new year. Um, I, I certainly am. Yes. 2024 has been great so far. Knock on wood. We're going to keep it there so we don't jinx it. Well, you know what? <laughs> Let's get started. Not the same uh, can be said for uh, Donald Trump here. Uh, this is from MSNBC. A federal jury on Friday said Donald Trump must pay E. Jean Carroll a total of $83.3 million in damages for defaming her in statements he made as president after the writer said that he had raped her in a New York department store in the 90s. The massive civil verdict, which comes on top of a $5 million sexual abuse and defamation verdict that Carol won against Trump last year, was delivered less than three hours after the nine-member jury began deliberating in U.S. District Court in Manhattan. Uh, Now, Trump, of course, was not in court for the reading of the unanimous verdict, on compensatory and punitive damages by the anonymous jury at 4.40 p.m. But shortly afterward, he said in a social media post that he would appeal it. Here's a quote from him. Quote, "Uh, I fully disagree with both verdicts and I will be appealing this whole Biden-directed witch hunt focused on me and the Republican Party. And this, of course, was to Truth Social. And it's interesting that uh, we're here with him being the presumed... uh, GOP nominee for president. So your thoughts on this when it first uh, broke? I, I the the fact that he instead of I mean, we know Trump, he's not going to take accountability for much of anything. Right. <laughs> uh, but the fact that his his first response is is somehow he's going to tie it back to Biden instead of, hey, I did this wrong thing. Now I'm suffering the consequences for this very wrong thing. Uh, and we know he's going to appeal it, of course. And, and until he eventually has to pay her 83.3 million dollars but it's just 
on brand for Trump. He's not going to take accountability for his wrongdoing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I did read something and I haven't yet had time to verify this. This is a Twitter source or something like that. And I'm not even on Twitter, but you know how the screenshots get shared. I'm very anti Twitter, very pro fan base for all of our listeners. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, so I, I read something and I wonder if it's true that in order for Trump to appeal this, he, he needs to put up collateral in the amount of the judgment. And if he loses that appeal, he immediately has to surrender that collateral as settlement of the case. I think that that's kind of the way it was explained in the post. And again, I, I'm being very transparent here. I haven't verified this. Right. But when I read it, I was like, you know, that sounds plausible. It right? does. Because in theory, you wouldn't be able to just keep appealing things over and over again. Um and but, what what happens and 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 I'll, and I'll jump to you, um, but what happens a lot of times is when people do accept the judgment rather than paying the full amount, they'll just kind of piece it out over years as a settlement, you know, so they'll make payments, yeah. which means that, you know, he could be paying this as little as, you know, whatever is mandated by the court. You know, you have to pay this much per month or per year or whatever. And, you know, you could piece this out and stretch it out over a long time. And so you don't really have the full impact of the judgment benefiting Eugene Carroll. And so him, you know, rolling the dice to see if he's going to be able to win the appeal potentially means he would lose the ability to piece it out to her over the, the course of however long. And with a yeah. couple of judgments against him, it doesn't look like he would win an appeal. But, you know, who's to say? Anyway, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, too. Just curious if he has collateral worth $83.3 million because he doesn't have the cash. He has the assets, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but yeah. Wh what are you putting up for $83.3 million? I mean, I'm sure he's, he's got, got a extra. building or two. There's got to be Just something. about well, all he has left, yes. But, yeah, yeah. but um, I mean, if he wants to appeal it and, and that hey. ends up being true, then there might be a degree of at least accountability on the line somewhere for him. You know, he's, he's famous for tying up the little yeah. guy in court, you know, and starving them out because he's always had more money. You know, tr uh, Trump is, is on record several times for taking advantage of bit of small businesses, people that he's contracted to do certain work and then he just doesn't pay. And then he yeah. files bankruptcy on the LLC that entered into the agreement with the folks or the lawyers will say, Hey, look, we're not going to pay that amount, but we'll pay this little small amount. And then, yeah. you know, it's people going and, you know, unfortunately taking their lives or, you know, whatever, as a result of Donald Trump's uh, how he, how he does business. And so um, this time it feels like maybe just maybe, you know, that might not be the the play he can run, but we'll see, you know, this is, uh, as he, as he mentioned, you know, he's, he's far from over. So we'll keep watching. Moving on. Uh, this is from the black information network. A black bride says that she was told her wedding dress would cost more because of her skin color. This is from, uh, the BIN, um, an original story comes from USA today. Um, I believe her last name is, Tukes, uh, Tessa Tukes, who found her fiance, Joey Kirchner, on Bachelor in Paradise Canada, said that she originally discovered the dress on social media. 
When she went to a boutique in Ontario, Canada to try on her new dream gown, Tukes said things took a turn. The dress came with two beige-colored breast cups, which were free of charge. They, they called them nude. I remember seeing the video. Uh, staff gave her different brown tone breast cups to match her skin, but said those cups would cost an extra $200. Um, Tukes put a deposit down for the dress and then opted to dye the nude cups that came with the dress. But after sharing her experience, the bride-to-be has decided to go with another dress. Tukes said several black designers contacted her after the experience went viral. Um, and then I want to make sure that I share this because this is very important. I'm a big fan of allyship, um, especially when, you know, it's your wife or your wife-to-be. Uh, Tukes' yeah. fiance slammed the incident in a video on social media saying he was issuing a PDA to wedding dress designers of Tick Tick. I don't know if that was supposed to be TikTok, but it says Tick Tick. <laughs> well, I didn't know if that was the name of the store. That's why I didn't make any edits because I'm like, maybe this is the name of what they call the, the store out there. But anyway, uh, he says, quote, we've got a problem, noting that the incident occurred on what was supposed to be the most magical day of her life next to marrying me, of course. Uh, he says, are you expletive deleted? Uh, are you if, sorry, are you fist expletive to deleted me? So you're telling me that it is free to be white, but if my bride has a different skin tone than white, she has to pay extra money to get the garment to match her skin tone. Why is the standard white? And I think that that question is very uh, potent in today's climate so before we before i say anything i'd love to get your take on this I mean, but he said it already why is the standard white mm -hmm. why is it free to be white there mm -hmm. there was i read this there was nothing else to say he yeah. Said it. yeah 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 i don't have anything i really don't i have no thought he said my thoughts why is that why is that the standard why did she have to pay more <clears throat> for you all to dye these breast cups a darker shade mm -hmm. because if they were beige i do they come? I don't know. But w why is that the standard? Sure. Sure. Now, you know, <laughs> he said it. now there's there is such a thing as. Free market capitalism in the United States and Canada. Right. And an argument can be made that based on economies of scale, that there are more white skinned people um, that. And that that equation lends itself to getting a lower price point on that color of the undergarment. Right. So there's a, there's a case to be made there. But as we've seen. A lot of what. Those people espouse, it ultimately ends up reflecting their worldview. It's a very dispassionate um, and dismissive way of structuring a society now those people will also push back and say yeah capitalism isn't perfect there is no economic model that is perfect and this is why i often enough have a pushback against what i've learned to call unfettered capitalism a friend of mine Alyssa, always says capitalism isn't the problem unfettered capitalism is right and if you listen to this show a thousand times you might make me make it you might hear me make a different a thousand different arguments against capitalism <laughs> Um, but I recognize and respect that capitalism has a place and a mixed economy is perhaps the best approach to dealing with a country of this size, Canada, United States, et cetera. Um, but having carve outs that identify blind spots in society um, that address white supremacy 
because that's what this is. The black people have to deal with the, the, um, I don't know if microaggression is the, is the right term. Um, but it just is not fair. I'm a human being the same as everyone else. And this is unfair to me. And at at that point, people will point to, well, um, it's economies, it's economies of scale. It's, it's capitalism. This is free market capitalism. This is the way things go. But to make an argument to say that, listen, I'm disadvantaged, I'm underprivileged, I, I, I have strikes against me that are invisible to people like you, I, I cringe when people push back against that because they exist, clear as yeah. day. But when we affirm that we need action, I use those two words deliberately, like, listen, there are areas in society that you are not aware of, and we might need these carve outs to uh, make things more equal for us. Imagine a $200 gift voucher for all black women who are brides to be right. We'll call that affirmative action. Does that not make up for the $200 cost that is incurred by walking in there with brown skin? Right. And so effectually what you could do is make this argument back and forth all day, but ultimately where I believe that people will end up despite us having taken a couple of steps back recently, where we'll end up is that, If you want capitalism, you're going to have to account for the fact that capitalism often leaves us with blind spots where we don't fully understand those people that are kind of the architects of this economic model don't fully understand the implications when it comes to things like this, that where 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 individuals get starved out only for being humans. Mm -hmm. We we covered a story recently where there was a, a young a uh, black man, he's a teenager, but he's a man. So uh, in, in Texas recently, who had his hair in locks and they said, hey, you wow. know what? You can't go to school here anymore. And I obviously have a problem with that with all this big old Afro on my head. Listen, <laughs> this is how it grows, fam. This is, I, I, my hair is never going to look like your hair. It just does, it's yeah. not the same. It doesn't do that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so yeah. So anyway, um, I, I know I had a little bit of a rant there, but I had something to say because I've been doing Valid with- points though, all valid points. Yeah, but, I, okay, I, I, for me, I, I, good, good. Her, her fiance said it. Why is yeah. the standard? Why? And once I read that, I was like, okay, yeah, there well. it is. I mean, what, what more can we add? Yeah. So no, I, I, you have to forgive me. I've been dealing with some. I've been putting a couple of posts up on my social media for Civic Cipher yeah. about like you know socialism and how a mixed economies is really where we need to be and how a lot of people are taught to fear socialism or socialist programs. Yeah. And man, the trolls come out from under those bridges like you would not believe. And so I have a lot to say about stuff like this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com B-I-N today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash B-I-N.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Anyway, we'll move on. BIN News anchor Amber Payton is here with us discussing the weekend's major stories. All right, this one comes from The Independent. Rapper Snoop Dogg, known for his past feud with Donald Trump, has extended an olive branch to the former U.S. president. In a recent interview, Snoop Dogg cited Trump's pardon of Michael Harris, co-founder of Death Row Records, as a reason for his change of heart. Quote, Donald Trump, he ain't done nothing wrong to me. He has only done great things for me. He pardoned Michael Harris. I have nothing but love and respect for Donald Trump. Snoop Dogg told this to the Sunday Times. Uh, now, he got his big break on Harris's death row records, and Trump commuted Harris's sentence in 2021 after 30 years. This positive sen- sentiment marks a stark shift from Snoop Dogg's previous criticisms of Trump. The rapper once slammed Trump in the 2017 music video for Lavender, a Nightfall remix where he pointed a gun at a clown resembling the former president. I remember that. And the gun had a, like a little bang. Yeah. A, yeah. a little stick that comes out and the flag that hangs down and says bangs. So I remember yeah. that. So your thoughts on Snoop's change of heart here. I. Uh, so I have two thoughts. My first thought is this is exactly what Trump wants, right? Mm, yeah. Because he wants yeah. the black community and, and well played. Um, However, I would like to believe that Trump, that Snoop, when he says I have nothing but love and respect for Trump, I, I would hope it's just that. It's just with pardoning Michael Harris and not with who he was as a president to us and what he's done since he was voted out of office mm-hmm. and, what, and, and what he tried to do once he was voted out of office. Mm, I would yeah. hope that it, just, that it just stays with Hey, he looked out for my co-founder, the the co-founder of my label. I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. But not I don't I I would hope that it just stops there and it's yeah. not it's not an endorsement for president. Yeah. So I and it didn't say just reading the article, it didn't sound like it. Um because he did just reference that one instance. He didn't go into who he was when he was president and and what we went through. Uh, so I, I, 
I'm trying to give Snoop the benefit of the doubt. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And it's it's kind of an interesting situation to be in because, you know, we've, we've said this on the show, of course, many times. Uh, Biden, the Democrats are not looking as strong as they no. once did. No. Certainly so after the war in Gaza, the pal- the sorry, the Israel Hamas war yes. and the United States' role in that and you know Joe Biden's role in that. You know, there's no mistake, there's no there's no accident that people are calling him genocide Joe. And a lot of black people feel a lot of parallels with the people on the ground in Gaza, with the Palestinians. And so to see Joe Biden just kind of say, look, whatever's going on over there, that's what's going on. We're going to keep funding the Israeli military and we're going to keep standing by them when there's an activist element. And and a lot of our great leaders and great thinkers are really condemning that. It really weakens uh, Joe Biden's position relative to um, black voters in this country. And so this... I mean, it's not an endorsement, but it's, um, you know, I, th- I think you, you hit it right on the head. It's it was well played by Trump. Um, but this well. this uh, statement, this testimonial from Snoop is kind of another. I don't I don't I don't want to call it a knock against the Democrats, but when the Democrats are vulnerable, this is something that makes Donald Trump seem less bad. And, and, uh, you know, as the strategy goes, Donald Trump did pardon a lot of high profile individuals to garner respect with, yeah. you know, the Lil Wayne's, the Kim did. Kardashian's, the Snoop Dogg's, et cetera. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, we're seeing the ripple effect of that. And so um, obviously I'm one of those people that will never, ever, ever vote for Donald Trump. Same. And I also could not vote or a person who would participate in the act of genocide of any human beings, period. Um, You know, and, and, you know, I, I'm, this is not me saying anything bad about Israel or anything like that. I've said plenty of bad about Israel, but I certainly never say anything bad about Jewish people, but I just don't like to see human beings lose their life, period. Full stop. Doesn't matter. So um, we're all in kind of an interesting position and you know snoop's saying his piece and he's entitled to that and what we what the rest of us have to do is really just wait until what is it november 6th or november 20th i forget when election day is but whenever that day is i want to say it's november 7th maybe maybe that's you probably know better than me i haven't checked but um you know whoever's our, our options at that point it's either one the other or neither and that's really all we have in this quote of the quote unquote land of the free um, where we're free to make one of two decisions, or I guess one of three in that uh, instance. And um, I just want to add one thing, please, because you just said something, and it's so funny that 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 thought never crossed my mind. I've never like reading this article. I never thought, wow, this is a hit against Democrats. I never thought that this is in Trump's favor because Trump has just done so much wrong. Yeah, it's overshadowed any little bit of right and even the the if we say that he did something right um it was never genuine it was always strategic right so for me it doesn't it doesn't feel like a hit like a pro for trump um and it also doesn't feel like a con for snoop i don't 
know where I fall with this one. I think from like from a personal level, if I were Snoop, it's just he looked out for my person. I appreciate yeah. what you did. Yeah, that's yeah. it. But you know, um, the, the reason. Good. But, but as far as just what he's done overall, like you said, an endorsement. I don't. I didn't view it as that. Now some may. Yeah. Some may because that's yeah. what Trump wants, right? He wants the yeah. black. They both want the black community. Joe Biden showed up at somebody's house and sat in their kitchen eating cookout with them. <laughs> <laughs> so a black family, of course, and if, and that did not go as he as as planned either. Right. Um, but they they both want the black voters' uh, support. Trump is just more strategic with his. Yeah. And he's committed less in the way of genocide as as to date. So for some people that that sincerely matters, there's a lot of us that have been forever changed by looking at baby arms getting pulled out of rubble yeah. and yelling I, in front of the White House, say, hey, man, you got to stop this. And him saying, parroting, you know, false information yeah. that ended up not being true to justify whatever it is that's going on over there. And what we're seeing is a younger generation that exists beyond the confines of traditional media that exists in, in the, in the silos of your TikToks and your, you know, Instagrams um, yeah. sharing the, the harsh reality of what life is like for these people getting wiped off of the face of the planet and being brutalized and terrorized in what is conceivably their own land. Um, I don't even want to say conceivably it is their own land. You know, their, their perspective is valid and this is their history and they say it and that's what it is. Right. Um, it, for us to witness that and to appeal to our president to say, Hey, listen, not only are you being passive, you're actively participating in this and we're asking you to not do that. And for him to just kind of throw his hands up, like, Hey, look, you know, nothing to see here. That feels like a yeah. really big slap in the face to a lot of people who, you know, there's a lot of people who are very, very, very politically active that have now for the first time in their life gotten to the point where they're like, I can't vote. It's, it's not even like I could not live with myself if I voted for either of these people. I hope yeah. they both lose. I'd rather have nothing. And, you know, that's nobody. These people can't blame nothing but themselves because this is a result of their actions. And I don't care how hard it is to run a country. It's not that hard. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. stand on the right side of history and you, everything will be what it's going to be. If you stand on the wrong side, you lose the black vote. There you go. That's it. That's it. All right. Um, our final story of the day. Uh, this one also comes from the Black Information Network. A white dad is speaking out after he went viral for asking black TikTok for advice on how to raise a black baby he adopted. In a now deleted video, Will, a 36-year-old dad, was seen brushing his infant's hair while asking for help on how to care for her. Quote, we have adopted a black baby. Her name is Zoe, and I don't know what to do for her hair, Will said in the video. Please, any black parents or anyone who knows what to do with black children's hair, please help me in the comments. Uh, the video faced widespread backlash as social media users accused Will and his husband of adopting a black child solely for social media content. Quote, did they not have any black friends they could talk to? Is Zoe just for show? Why didn't they prepare to raise a black child? These were all among the questions social media users had for the couple. Uh, and this is a quote from him. He says, I could have the best intentions and still messed up. This is what he told NBC News, noting that he regrets exposing his daughter to the world in that way. 
He goes on to say, I've learned that I need to be very intentional about the community that surrounds us and her on a consistent basis and have people who look like her talk to her. He goes on to say, I want Zoe to grow up to love herself. That includes her personality, her skin color, her hair, everything. Um, and it's important to say this. He called the social media accusations heartbreaking. So let's get your thoughts, Amber. It was so funny because this video came up when I was scrolling through TikTok one day. It just randomly came up on my For You page. And um, not once did he refer to this beautiful Black baby as his daughter. Hey, we just got a Black baby. And he's brushing her hair with a very hard bristle brush. She's a newborn with a, a amazing grade of hair. But he was just being, it felt like she was a prop. Like you, it wasn't, it did feel like you just got this baby for social media content. So my thought, even in his sympathy quote, where he wants everyone to feel, hey, I did something genuine. uh, So, but, but it doesn't, but y'all don't see me as doing something. The video just felt very, I'm going to use this baby as a prop to cover up my racist thoughts. And my thought is, give that baby to a family that's going to appreciate her as their baby, not a baby that we got our daughter, our baby. It didn't take any, it didn't feel like a, this is mine. This is my child that I'm going to raise with love. That's not what that felt like at all. It just felt like he wanted to talk to the black community and subtly mention, um, or, or what I got. Yes. Yes. It I'm was down. very, very <laughs> cringy. Yes, that's exactly what it felt like. Very cringy. I just wasn't, I, I didn't like the video at all. There, not one time in that video did he call her his daughter. Okay. You know, I, um, I'll be fair. I didn't see the video. Um, it was deleted before I could get to it. And um, I appreciate your perspective. I, indeed, a lot of people um, felt that way and feel that way. And I think that that is appropriate. Because without that type of scrutiny, we, those of us who really don't, I've never had to deal with a daughter's hair. I got little boys and we either cut their hair or we don't, they're little boys, you know, they're, yeah. they're filthy anyway. So it doesn't really matter. That's, that's kind yeah. of the natural state, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm an overgrown little boy too. I've spent most of my life as a little boy. So, well, I guess not most of it, but a good part of it. And that's what, those are my formative years. So I, I get it. Uh-huh. Um, so even me, I would be lost if I had to really work with some barrettes. Now that's me. I got sisters, I got aunts, I got, you know, I got family, so I'll be all right. You know, and I, of course, I'm a part of a community that I can lean on to support me having a daughter in the same way that I do with me having sons. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not their everything, you know, they have mothers and their side of the family have every, you know what I'm saying? Um, but one of the things that I did want to say, because there is something here that I want to make sure exists beyond this conversation. I feel like if there is a child in need and there is a family willing to give love and home and a future to a child that does not have any other prospects, um, I think that that should continue. Um, the truth of the matter is, at least the last time I checked, 
black babies are the least adopted, the least likely to be adopted and the most likely to end up in foster care um, and the, you know, the, 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 the criminal justice system at a very early age. And so if there's some, if there's a family, you know, in this case, two husbands that are non-black that are willing to step in and say, you know what, we can make a difference here. We're going to provide a home. Maybe, maybe not the love that we want, maybe not the, the, the type of brushes that we need, all that sort of stuff. You know, um, I, I want to hold out a little bit of hope for the handful of non-black listeners that actually do listen to our programs that that energy is well-received the, the tech, yeah. the, the, the techniques and the the strategy and all that sort of stuff might need some refinement. Okay. But that energy is well received. We, we recognize that we live in a, in a society that is, as was built by white supremacists. And there are a lot of, there's a lot of hidden racism and, and indeed in places like the, the adoption system, yes. where, as, as I mentioned, there are black babies that are less likely to be adopted than pretty much anyone else. So those folks that are willing to do something, I don't want us to crucify them too badly um, so that other people that want to follow in their footsteps will feel more empowered and have more in the way of strategy rather than feel afraid. Because I think that that only continues to um, create or, or exacerbate the, the circumstances that we find black children who require a family uh, in. And I think you exactly. said it though. If it's if it's with love, that's why that's why I was glad that you said that. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's exactly it. If it's if it's um, for show, but then not genuine. <laughs> yes, because that that baby that she doesn't know she doesn't that could know be more harmful. Yeah. Yes, and so as long just with those extra, if it's with love. Goes a lot further. Yeah, if I know what you, you mean. are black, blue, green, white. If you baby. are doing it with love and you are going to love her as your own, him or her, thousand percent, get yeah. them out of the system. Yeah. Absolutely, but don't use them as a prop on social media. Yeah, don't be like, hey, look what I got, y'all. I'm down. Yeah, I, I know right. exactly what you mean. So that's why I wish I had seen the video, but you know. Too you little can find too it. On my so, part. You know, once once it's on TikTok, it's on TikTok. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so me, many you're probably right. I could probably probably go find oh, it. Oh yeah, but yeah. yeah. In any event, um, we'll leave that one right there. Uh, I'd like to thank you as always for for coming on and sharing your thoughts. It's always a joy to have you on. Um, and don't forget, these and more stories can be found at binnews.com. So once again, Amber Payton, thank you for your time. Uh, let's you. do it again soon. Yes, let's. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show was produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. And join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com.
That's BetterHELP.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.